More folks get ready to get tuned in. Uh, I've been trying to tap into some of this technology that God's got out there, amen? So that's what we're doing. We're still learning about it, but uh, you know what? God can take it and make it so much more. How many know when you put something in God's hand, he's uh, faithful and trustworthy, amen? amen. Uh, is he faithful and trustworthy? Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I want to jump in. We're just starting out with a sermon title today, and it's, uh, it's called uh, It's Time. Everybody ready for that? It's time. You ready? Are you motivated? Okay. Two of you are. That's good. So we're going to get with it. But so look at today and say, it's time. Look at the other one. It's time. There you go. There you go. Man, I thought, man, am I at the right place? Wrong, baby. That's right. We get excited about what God's doing. So let me ask you a question. Let's talk about it's time. A little sense of urgency. How many people have got a little procrastination now? I know the call because I know this procrastination. I ain't raising my hand just yet. I'll raise my hand. Yeah, okay. Any procrastinators? A couple more. Because I told you there's a few more ladies back in here, man. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can say it. Man, we can put some stuff off. Yeah, we can put some stuff off. So, you know, I, I really think the sermon is for everybody. God's word is for everybody. Amen? Amen. Absolutely. So we're going to dig in today and see what God takes this thing. So I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you, you know, you say, well, buddy, what, what are we ready for? You know, what, what is the time for? It's time for us to find our God-given purpose. And if we know what that is already, we need to keep walking in. Amen. We need to keep on rolling with it. So I pray that that's what, that's our takeaway today, man. So that's it. Let's take a look at God's word. If you got your Bibles, I always encourage you to bring your Bible with you. We're going to be in Proverbs 19, 21. We're going to jump around. We usually have a lot of the uh, scriptures up on the wall, but always bring your word in case God wants to show you something additional. Amen? Because he can speak through his word all the time. So take a look at this here. It says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. What does that mean to you guys? Look at that. Many are the plans in a person's heart. We got a lot of plans sometimes, don't we? But I think, you know what? We need to check with God if we want to see those purposes prevail. So we need to start out with God and see where he wants to, to drive, right? Amen? So I know that that gets a little, little tough sometimes because how many people like to drive the bus themselves? Man, we just started 10, right? We started 10. Yeah, we're just being honest. Sometimes we go, man, we just... We like to get that. And then when we're, when we're driving the bus and we get derailed, what happens? Then we call on Jesus, right? Man, what, what, just think back to your life. If we just started out seeking the Lord in the beginning, how we could have probably got out of a lot of those situations that we find ourselves in. Amen? But there's good news. God loves us so much that he will still come when he calls. <coughs> That's good. But a lot of times, we just use God right there. We just call him when things are tough. I'm telling you, man, we can talk to God every day because of the perfect sacrifice of Christ. I have a couple more things I want to share with you guys in here today. I said, you know, God is always willing to hear our cry. And, and I want to ask you this. I talk to a lot of people and they talk about their plans and everything else. A lot of questions and answers there. How many people believe that God's got a better plan for your life than you do? Most people. How many people think their plan is better than God's plan? Amen. Then why do we always go with our plan first? <laughs> I'm preaching to me first, man. You know, we'll take, oh yeah, we're going to do this. And then, then after we're way over here, we're like, well, God, where are you? Well, we walked away. He never walked away. So I want you to hear that today, that we know, I don't think any of us here, or maybe even online, would, would even argue about it and say, man, I believe God's got the best plan for my life. So if we want to know the best plan for our life, we need to be seeking the one that's laying it out, right? We need to keep our Bibles open, our hearts open. And seeking the Lord. Does that sound good to everybody? Well, I want to talk about three areas of our life that we talk about from time to time. And we'll come in a little bit different angle on this thing, uh, I hope, and, and see what y'all think. About our past. Say our past. Our past. All right. Our present. Our present. And our what? Future. Okay, good, good. That's all important, right? God can use them all together. So if you believe that God's got your future and your hope in his hand, we need to be continuing reaching out to him and checking in and say, God, how do you want me to start with that? Are we starting with a grateful heart? Are we even, are we even going to God in the morning when we first start? Man, he woke you up, right? That's a good place to start. He, he's got a great plan. So let's take a few things here. I'm going to go ahead. If you got your Bibles, keep them by hand and by. I know you got your hand out. And we're going to do a little preaching and a teaching. Everybody's doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. So we want to talk about your past. And as I was working through this last night, the Lord just really, really put this on my mind. Not every past is a bad past. Amen? 
a lot of times as Christians and stuff like that, or no matter how long we've been walking with the Lord, when we think of our past, we think it was bad. So I'm going to look on the other side. Now, there can be some bad things in our past, right? Things that we would rather not do again, learn again, deal with again. But there's still a lot of good in our past, right? We can still pull that. So I said, you know, with this, ask God, even though we have times of trouble and times of difficulty through our past and stuff, ask God to help you pull the good out of the past. Now, there's been different things in my life. I always, I always think about this. I know we got a lot of young listeners and everything else. I don't know. I know y'all find something to believe. Pastor Bud was not a real good in school. I did, I did okay, right? But I was not sitting on the sidelines going, man, I can't wait for that bell to ring. I mean, I wasn't like, ooh, what's that? Now, also, many of y'all know Pastor Bud, that I like working on stuff, but it don't always work out the way I work on stuff. Amen? <laughs> yeah, and everybody's laughing because they know that. And I think back how God worked different things. When I was in junior high school, man, I'm going to tell you this one right here, man. When I was in junior high school, I took shop class because all my buddies took shop class. If you know me, I probably shouldn't have took the shop class. <laughs> I should have took, like, creative writing, something, <laughs> anything. But I took shop class because the guys took shop class. That's what guys did. They took the shop class. So for whatever reason, I would have a problem nailing things. I could bend them nails with the best of anybody. Right? And the reason I'm telling this, everybody's not a carpenter. Right? Everybody's not a guitar player. Everybody's not a singer. But everybody has a purpose. So we get there early, man, and I, I know my buddy Ryan, he, he can just look at something you have to do the, the front drawing, the right side drawing, the top drawing. I'm like, Ryan just looks like a box, and then when I turn, it looks like a broken box. It's, I couldn't see that, right? Well, pulling the bad, pulling, pulling the good from the bad, there was one day we got a new shop teacher, a young guy, right? And he played guitar. He was just starting to play guitar. And I thought, man, I, just, I don't know nothing about this stuff. But he brought his guitar in one day. And he goes, what do you play guitar? Oh, you play guitar? I go, yeah, I play a little bit. I broke out the guitar, started jamming on some Johnny Be Good and everything else. It is amazing how my shop grade went from like a C to like an A at nine weeks. <laughs> it's amazing, man. I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Because what was happening is I would get to school early go teach guitar lessons to my teacher, and then he would teach me how to draw the boxes and stuff. So there's some good things, even at that, because I'm like, man, I'm going to shop. This is not good, man. But God uses our, our gifts that are different to work together for the good of the kingdom. Amen? Amen? So whatever your gift is, use it for the glory of God. Use it for the glory of God. So I want to go back to this. Every past is not a bad past. There's things that we deal with in our past that we wish we'd never have to deal with again. But God can use them to work together for the good. All right? So take a look at this here, Romans 8, 28. And it says, We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, purpose for them. Excuse me. So think about that. It doesn't say everything's good all the time, amen? Have you ever heard that many people say, man, you know, I, I, I prayed and I asked God, I, I thought everything was just going to be lovey-dovey. Is that happen with y'all as Christians? You never have any problems with them, right? <laughs> no, what happens is, you know what, we never go to them alone again. Let me tell you, that's the big thing. It says, let's go back here, it doesn't say everything's always good. He says God causes them to work together for the good. Now, I don't know about you guys, I don't like being sick. I don't know anybody like being sick, amen? But I know through being sick, and I, let me just say, God is not keeping sickness and problems on you, all right? God is for you. All good gifts come from God. But I want to pull these things down. I was thinking about this. I don't like going through sickness, but I tell you what God has done through with my heart when I come out the other side. He's given me some compassion for those going through a tough time. How about you? A lot of times, if you've never walked in something, it's hard to minister to somebody that's going through that, right? So, but he, he's, he's working compassion in my heart. I thought about this. There's been times when I've had a little bit of money, and then there's been times when I had a whole lot of no money. Amen? So when that time comes up and I see somebody in need, God has worked up my heart in a way to say, wow, I can relate to that. I think anybody that is in the sound of my voice has probably lost somebody that they loved before. Amen? Nobody ever wants to go through that. It's a tough time. I will tell you this. When you know that your loved one has put their faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, and that does give us some peace in the midst of the hurt. 
Amen? Because we know that he said, the Lord says, if you call on the name of Jesus, if you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, that you will be saved. Now, with that being said, when we lose somebody and it hurts and we come out the other side, how God ministers and the Holy Spirit works on our lives, when someone else goes through that, you'll find you're a little bit more open to what they're going through. Amen? You might be a little bit more open to love on them, to encourage them. And this is what I'm saying. God's working all those things together. And in this world, we're going to have trials and tribulations. Amen? But it's a be of good cheer. He's an overcomer. So today, it's time for us to be overcomers. Amen? Amen. And now how do we do that? We do that by walking step by step, trusting God at his word. How many of God's word is perfect? Amen? Amen. Amen. Why do you think the devil wants you to keep that Bible shut? So you won't know the answer, right? Well, I'm going to tell you what. If you don't know anything else, I'm going to give you the answer. Y'all ready? Take notes. Anybody else? You ready for the answer? It's Jesus. The answer is Jesus. I don't care what the question is. It's Jesus if if you're going through something. So let's keep on rolling with that. I said you can't remain there regardless. Talking about the past. Now, how many of y'all know people that might be 50 years old and they still think they're in high school? Hey, man, I'm in them bulls. That's all team spirit's good, man. That's great. You know? But after a while, your family don't want to hear about you were president of the SCA no more. I'm just trying to help you. They don't want to hear about how you almost won the blue ribbon in a track meet. They don't want to see, they don't want to see your finger painting from 40 years ago, okay? We need to be moving on and growing, right? And, but, but we like to get comfortable. How many people are comfortable in here today? <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say. It's good to be comfortable when you see but don't stay there. Because we want to continue to move and do what God has for us. When God says, go this way, we want to go this way. He says, go this way, we want to go back this way. But there's a few things I was thinking that I wanted to share about remaining in our past. I said this, I've said it many times. There's a, there's a reason why your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. You've already saw it. You've already passed it. It's not bad to get a glimpse to see what's coming up. It's not bad to get a glimpse to turn around and, 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 and kind of position yourself that you're on track. But you need to keep looking forward. You need to keep pressing to the mark, looking for what God has got for you. Amen? So next time you get in your car and you adjust your mirror, make sure you got everything smiling and everything right there. Listen, now it's time to look for what Jesus got in front of you, right? And, and if you're out there driving around here, I want to know that you're looking forward, not backwards. Amen? That's for sure. But also what happens when we're staying in the past, whether it's good or bad, those are stepping stones that God has put in your life to grow for a healthy future. Not stones to sit on the sideline and watch everybody else go by. So if you're here today, I want you to hear, you don't have to stay in your past. People say, well, buddy, you don't know what I've been through. You're exactly right. I say this probably every time I speak. I never want to minimize what you're going through or what you've been through. But I want to maximize the visibility of where we all need to go to, and that's Christ. Amen? We've got to be looking at the Lord, trusting in the Lord, and seeing what's going on with that. Amen? So many times we, we take a little trip down memory lane. Anybody like going down memory lane a little bit? Amen. She said amen. Ms. Jones said yeah. It is nothing wrong with that. But we got to come on back to the home front. We've got to come back to center line, right? And it is funny. I, I talk to some guys and stuff. And, and, you know, it's funny. I saw a guy. It's been a while back. And this guy said, man, what's going on? How you doing? I thought you would be taller. Well, you ain't seen me since I was 14. Well, I ain't grown since I was 15. Up, oh, I've grown out, but I ain't grown out. I thought you'd be taller. See, we, we got that perception of you're going to be just like you were back then. Yeah, a lot of people say, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Spiritually speaking, we don't want to stay there. We want to grow, right? We want to continue to be in line with God, to, to get to that God-given purpose. And God's got a purpose for everything that he allows in your life. Amen? And see, he causes us, and he works it all together. I know that, you know, it's not a great thing to go through many of the hurts and stuff. But I know for me, and maybe not everybody else, I could have probably done a whole lot uh, better if I had just sought the Lord. I, I said this a little bit, and I, I alluded to that, but I want to come back to this. How many times do we just take off running 
with me, 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 leave God out of it. I mean, just start doing it. Go buy a car, don't ask him about it, house, marry, whatever. We need to be seeking the Lord. So don't you know that? Not beating you up with that. I'm encouraging you in that. Because if you if you keep that same mindset in your past and there's been things that have been a stumbling block, you bring them into you today, right? But if we look back and see where God was moving in those things and we bring them into our day, we know that God is trustworthy regardless, but that helps us to remember how good God is. How many of those good count your blessings? Anybody count some today? One or two? I bet you if you sit there for a second, you count over and over and over. Here, Lord, give us a, a great place to worship. We're in a country that we can freely worship. Uh, it's just amazing. But so many times we forget that. When we get a little uncomfortable, we think the sky is falling down. But you know what happens in my life? When God gives me an opportunity to help somebody else that's going through something, it takes my focus off me, puts my focus back on the Lord, and helps me be that vessel for someone else. Amen? God can use you in a mighty way. You say, well, what can I do? I don't do this. I don't do this. Can you listen? Can you pray? Can you say that? Can you hold the door for somebody? All those things, God can work together. I think we're going to be surprised when we get there and stand before the Lord. And he goes back over our life. And we see how God said, you know what? That was awesome. I did it because your heart was right. It's always about a heart condition. So my big thing about the takeaway from the past, that our past does not have to be all bad. You know, a lot of times when one of my buddies would give his testimony, he would talk about his life, B.C., before Christ. Okay. Have we grown from that? How are we moving on in those things? We can't continue to stay on the milk. We need to move to the meat. That's why, perfect opportunity, we have Bible study on Tuesday night. Just don't come in and fill up today. Meet with the Lord all the time. How many married folks we got out here? How many people probably been married? How many people want to get married? <laughs> We'll hit somebody right along the way. It's probably a good thing to work on that relationship, amen? I can tell you that a relationship does not have an autopilot button. And grandmama says, amen. <laughs> and she knows, right? Grandma says, amen. You don't get married to man. I love you, baby. Everything's good. And then you never tell them you love them. You never pray with them. You never spend time with them. You go to work. She goes to work. Everything. That's not much of a life. God can give us life in abundance. Now, when people hear that a lot of time in the world, they go, oh, man, what, where'd I get it? You know, let me bring my bucket. But the abundance that God gives is so great. The things that we can buy with money, isn't it? Peace, grace, mercy. We're going to be talking about a little bit of mercy here in a minute. So everybody doing good. So while you're sitting there, ask the Lord to, to help you bring the good out of your past. Amen? Keep that in your heart. Let's keep on going. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right, everybody doing good. So we want to talk about your presence, your now. Let the freshness of God's presence move you to your purpose. How many people have they go by or maybe talk to somebody and they realize that 10 years have gone by, 5 years have gone by, 50 years have gone by, and they have spent their time sitting on the sidelines of life. Sitting on the sidelines of life. How many people believe this and have probably heard it? Might have said to themselves, man, if I could just go back. Man, if I knew then what I knew now. There's a lot of truth to that. But guess what? You can't go back. You can't go back. So you got to make the most of your now. Because when you look in your future, you're, you're going back to now. So we can make a difference, right? We can make the adjustments now. And, and the whole thing is, I think we need to realize that as we go through this journey, we need to be seeking the Lord. And the very purpose is to grow in that relationship with the Lord. I say it again, how often are we seeking the Lord? How often are we really leaning into the voice of God? And, and, and so many times, I think we might just take, a, take things for granted. Anybody take things for granted? We do. We do, man. We take things for granted. I said this many times. I said to, to, to a friend of mine the other day, they know that uh, I spent a lot of time with my mom. My mom's 86, or 87, going to be 88 in April, Lord willing. And we went through a really tough patch a while back. And I thought things were tough. 
until things got bad. Until they got worse. And when they got worse, I was praying for them to be bad again. Does that make sense? We went past bad. We went over to it to worse. And it ain't looking good. And God, you got to intervene. For God said we were surprised the people. And he did intervene. But there's not a day that doesn't go by that I'm thankful that my mom can still stay in her house. That she can still do stuff. And she still thinks, I'm Mr. Wife. <laughs> now you know moms think that. Go ahead and eat some, amen. Because <laughs> I, know, I know where I'm going on, on, on the food chain. I always tease my wife. But I said, you know what? You're a great mom. I know you love the boys. If my kids, my two boys, had a bruised piece of fruit, and they were in Japan, Denise would swim over with a noodle. <laughs> because we got to have it. She is a mom, and that's a good thing. Me? <laughs> I might have to get something to take out. <laughs> no, you'll be all right. You're right? But you know, everybody, as we grow, it's that nurturing, that time that you've poured into people. When you're raising a child, you pour and you pour and you pour. And I know for me, I don't know any greater privilege that I have other than being a dad. And it's always easy and everything goes right. Wrong. <laughs> Never have no bad time, never talk back, never anything like that. Cut the grass on time, dump the trash, everything else. Make sure they get you the right size of belt for Christmas and all that, right? No. Sometimes it's a little trying, isn't it? Amen? But I tell you what, I wouldn't trade one second of that for anything else in the room. Because you know what? I love them. Think how much God loves you. To send his only son to purchase us back out of our sin debt. That's the only way it could happen. And he said, I'll do it. Man, laying down your life for another. That's love. So let's think, what is our purpose? What else has God got for us? I want to look at some scripture here today. Lamentations. You got your Bible. It's three, uh, chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. It says this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy Begin afresh each morning. Say amen if you believe that. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now I want to go back through this here. And today's lesson is not a hard lesson. It's just a little reminder. Because I tell you this. We're about, today's the 29th, right? 29th. And there was a lot of New Year's resolutions, right? How's everybody doing on that? He's doing good, that's good. The reason I say it because a lot of people, when I look like that, how's everybody doing good? This is a tune-up. It's a little tune-up, so we're going to look up and follow what God has, amen? Everybody needs a little course correction, amen? I mean, anybody ever loving on you in the Lord here. So let's go back here. God's grace and mercy is new every morning. I'm glad about that. How about you guys? I need it every morning. I need it every minute. How about you guys? Every minute of the day. So when we go back here, I want you to focus on that. You know, you said, well, how, how, can I, how can I be so upbeat? How can I be to look at this? Let's go back through here. Because God is faithful to love you. On your worst day, God's going to find something good in your life. Amen? That's amazing. Think about that. I've had some very, very unlovable days in my life. You know? I have a buddy that, you know, I said, well, let's pray. You know, we'll do something at work and we're doing different things like that. And he prays this on me. He goes, Lord, protect me from myself today. <laughs> and I started and I said, you know, that's probably, a good, that's probably a good prayer for all of us, isn't it? We're all the worst enemy. Lord, just protect me from myself today. And I thought about that. I said, man, I hear what you're saying, brother. Because sometimes we can jump out and get ahead of God. Amen? And usually what happens is it's not too long until we find out we need to be checking back in. Oh, we can go out for a little while. We can weigh it out a little bit more. Weigh it out a little bit more. Next thing you know, it's like, man, how did I get here from, from there? I would say sin doesn't have to come in a 55-gallon drum. It can drip into your life a little at a time. A little at a time. A little at a time. So we need to keep our focus on the good things of God. Amen? So his love is faithful. What else do we see there? He says this, that his mercy never ceases. How many know that's a good thing? Anybody need any of that today? Needed every day. Amen? People's hands going up everywhere. What else we got in here? Break it down a little bit more. And I said, man, great is the Lord's faithfulness. Even when we're not faithful, God is still faithful. Now, if you're listening here today, your blood pressure should be going choo-choo, choo-choo, choo-choo. As your faith goes up, I think your blood pressure is going to go down because we know that God's in what? Control. 
God's in control. So many times we think we're in control. How many people like to be in control? I won't pray for you. At least you're honest. There's a lot of people who say, no, I want to be in control, but you know you should do it this way. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, I, I would do it this way. It is, man. Control is not always a great thing. I'll tell you what's a good thing. Submitting our life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Submitting our life to, and then walking step by step, day by day, and listening to the Lord who he has for us. Again, it goes back. His mercies begin afresh each morning. You know what it tells me? Mercy, mercy, mercy. We need mercy. We need mercy all the time. Because I tell you what, we can be, what I say, this is a, this is a crazy mess sometimes. Now, I know that we seek out and seek the Lord, and then the volume of the world comes on, and then we start dancing to that, don't we? We're over there, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's, you know, we're over here a little bit more, a little bit. And what in the world, how did I get over here? But you know what? If we keep marching, I like this song, trying to sing. Marching on. Marching on, focus on the things of God. We're the army that's rising up. The souls of us, the, 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 the saints of now. God has a plan for us now. So let's take a look at this. I mentioned that earlier. So let's start with a heart of gratefulness. The other day I did one of those little webcast things, and this is what God was uh, really showing me. I woke up the other morning, and when I was praying, I said, Lord, just Lord, I'm asking you to help me to have a grateful heart. You would be surprised the difference in my day. I'm not going to tell you everything went perfect. I'm not going to tell you everybody just got up and said, man, buddy, Mr. Sunshine. That wasn't the case. But I'll tell you what it did do. As I kept that mindful and the Lord kept that in my spirit, it changed the way I dealt with everybody and everything that I encountered that day. And I'll tell you what, there were some things that I encountered that day that really weren't all that comfortable. Amen? Really wasn't all that comfortable. But through God's mercy that's new every day. And through his grace that's, that's perfect every day. And through his faithfulness that's there all the time. God leads guys and directs us in those things. You say, well, buddy, all this sounds good, but how do I do it? It's a matter of life. <coughs> the Lordship of Christ. Are we really putting Christ first? And we say we do, but then the day starts. Amen? And we say you do, but, but you just don't work with these people I work with. But you say you do, but you just don't know my, my husband. Right? You see where I'm going with all this? If we continue to focus on our gratefulness, God will work those other things out. You say, well, I, I don't have much to be grateful for. Really? I don't know anybody, and there's a lot of people all over the world that are going through very, very tough times. But you know what? When you find those people that's going through very, very tough times that are believers, they always have this amazing trait. They will find something good in what's going on. That just stirs my heart. That just, to me, just, man, I'm going, that's what I want. As a believer, that's what we have, but we drown out the volume of what the Holy Spirit is, is teaching us and telling us and comforting us from the things of the world. How I many know everything in this world is fast? Got to do it fast. Got to do it fast. Got to do it. We got to do it right now. We got to do it. You know? Yeah. It's like an auctioneer. We got to get it. We got to get it. <laughs> I work with a guy. I work with a guy. A good friend of mine. And his word all the time is, I said, "What are you doing?" He calls everybody kid. My buddy he goes, "Hey kid, my boss is on me. I got to get it. I got to get it, man. My boss is on me." I said, "Your boss ain't even here." He said, "He's on me." <laughs> Now, I won't tell you the story. I don't think you necessarily believe that. It just sounds good, right? <laughs> but you know what? There's a lot of people that live under that tension. Man, there's a lot of people that think God is mad at them. Have you ever been that person? Probably sometime. I can assure you God's not pleased with that. He may not be pleased with somebody. He never stop loving you. Amen. Just like with your children. They might do something and disappoint you, but you still love them, right? You still love because it hurts, but you only want the best for them. So you know what? Today, to, from now, right now, let's choose a heart of gratefulness. You know, that's something everybody has is a choice. we got a choice. Nobody says, you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, Monday morning, you guys need to be miserable. Tuesday, you know. Yeah, you know, on Monday, you got to be miserable. Now, I work with people like that. And, and I've probably been that person before. You know? 
But we have that choice. I want you to say, when you wake up tomorrow and say, I got a choice, Lord, I'm thinking what you said. That you're faithful. That your mercy is new every day. That you love me. That you see my best even on my worst day. I see people, I see people even I'm talking to a nurse like this and I'm telling them nothing. Because it's true. That's what God's word has on We can set the stage for our day. We can set the stage for our tomorrow by being grateful today. For being thankful today. Amen? Well, let's keep on moving. I have a couple little things I want to share before I move on. I said, you know what? We need to purpose this one thing in our heart. Ask God to help you to count your blessings. Matter of fact, if your wife or husband's here today, say, help me count my blessings. Amen? Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in this back there. Yeah. This guy said, yeah, help me count my blessings. You know what? You can start right there counting your blessings. What are you? Amen. Yeah, you buy lunch today, man. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good. But anyway, you know, and there's something else. As we, I said when we were worshiping earlier today, man, if we just set out and tune our hearts to the Lord, how many people pray on the way to work? 15. I need to take another route. Which way do y'all drive? <laughs> A lot of people pray on the way to work. <clears throat> how often do we really think, man, Lord, you know what? People say, well, I just don't have that much faith. You know what? He says we don't need much faith. Just that of a mustard seed. We can see a mountain move. Amen? How many people believe when they leave here today that their car will start? Most of them. Thomas is kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to, son. I have to. I don't know. They got a 50-50, but Dan's got a job kid. Yeah. But you think about it. So you got faith that your car is going to start. And I know you do because when it don't, you go, I cannot believe it. Or well, you just answer my question. I can't believe my card is off, right? It is How many people work to get a paycheck? Right? You believe on whatever day is, let's just say Friday, that your check's going to be there, right? You're not going by on Wednesday and say, hey, man, you're not working. Uh, you got the money, right? You don't go back by about Thursday and go, hey, man, uh, uh, let me see the books. You got the money, right? Because I need that thing, You don't go on Friday and go, okay, it's 12 minutes. Where? Where's that money? You got faith in your employer, right? You got faith in that. And they might not even have a good track record. Your car might not have a good track record. You see where I'm going with this? God has got a what? Great track record. So I'm trying to, to point our hearts to, to look how easy it is to trust Him. When we look at the backdrop of what He's already done. How many people love reading the Word? Yeah. It's good stuff. I used to think, I don't like reading. Man, you know what? If you like reality TV and this, that, and all exciting and all, you read the Bible. They got a little bit of everything in there, man. Yeah, I said, really? Going through that. My gosh, this is, this is, oh, wow. Look at this. And I, I remember this when God called me to preach. I said, look, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, me? And the Lord spoke this to my heart. I was going to a Bible study right down, right down this road right here. And the Lord just laid on my heart and said, look at the ovens that I've used in my word. I said, okay. I started looking at David. Murderer. Adulterer. Liar. Man, look at, look at Paul when he was Saul. Hey, going in and pulling Christians out. What about Peter? He messed everything up. I love him. You know what I mean? You know, who do you say I am? You the, you the Christ. And then, you know, a couple of pages over, we go, I've never seen him before. You know what I mean? We do that same thing. So as God walked me through there and said, you know what? I can use you. I studied that and looked at that and I go, man, God, them guys are just as messed up as me. I'm in. <laughs> you know? I'm a simple guy. I mean, I just, well, gosh, if, if you can work in their life, you work in my life. But I need to be tuned to your life. See, that's the thing. As we're in tune to the things of the Lord, God will whisper to our spirit, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this. Amen? And yes, Pastor Bud missed us tomorrow. But also know this, that his mercy is new every day and that he's faithful. You see what I'm going with this thing? Don't beat yourself up so bad. Don't look so at, at your past and say, man, I can never do this. You just don't know what I'm going through. You know what I find is this? And listening to a lot of people's stories just in general, most people that really make something out of their life are people that have been through a lot of tough stuff. Have you noticed that? You can, 
if you read somebody's resume before and, and, and looked at it after, you said, man, what happened? And I'm talking about the people that say, yeah, this is where I was without God. This is where I am now with God. And this is where I will continue to be for eternity with the Savior. <coughs> That's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at right there. Hey, you know what? I cannot change yesterday. I can't change five minutes ago. When we started doing some of this live stream stuff, we were thinking, man, do we, we, how do we do this? What's going on? What happens when we push the button? We got to fix this up. Guess what? You get what you get because it's live. We want the very best and everything else. But guess what? We will bring you what's happening in, in, in life. You say, well, man, he fell down and he was talking to everybody. Get up. Keep breathing. <laughs> Whatever it is, because it's about him. And this is about our real walk with God. Sometimes it's great. And then sometimes I've known people, have y'all ever known this? People that things are going real good in their life and they're scared because they're waiting for the other shoe to hit. They won't even enjoy that. How's everything going? It's going really good, man. It's going good, but I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> They won't even enjoy what's going on. Yeah, oh man, my kids getting straight A. My wife says she loves me. I just got a raise. I'm worried. <laughs> what? But you've been praying for that for 10 years and now it's here, right? And they won't enjoy their now because they're worried about the future. If you know who's holding your future and it's the Lord, you can rejoice in your today. Amen? You can rejoice in that. I don't know how everything's going to be when we leave here. You know? I don't even know how it's going to be when we leave this building today. But I do know this. This is our now. And we can make decisions right now that will impact lives all over the world. And it starts with you. That's how we start growing our future. Amen? Let's keep on going here. Everybody doing good? Oh, man, we're on the whole trip now. Check it out. So I found this last night and it said, create your future. I thought, create your future? I'm going to use that. Create your future. That's what the world thinks. You create your future. Well, I went at this way. I said, create your future by seeking the Lord about it. Amen? Because when I first asked, I said, how many people think that their plan is better than God's plan? And nobody thought their plan was better than God's plan, right? Even though we might tweak his plan, right? Well, guess what? If you tweak God's plan, it ain't his plan. It's your plan again, right? So we need to continue on with God's plan. So I said, it's time. I said, now, today is the time with your eyes on the Lord and his word on your heart to move forward. How many people are, are concerned about the future? Worried about the future, maybe? Right? There's a lot of stuff going on here. In the world. Man, we used, to, we used to have the news running at work. We can stop watching the news. <coughs> I think it's great to be aware of what's going on. We know how to pray. We know how to respond. But guess what? How many people you read through the Bible? I got good news. We win. We win. Right? Read all of it. If you're a Christian, it's okay. That doesn't mean that we won't have trials and tribulations. That doesn't mean that things are always going to be good. I keep going back to that today. So, so we realize that we're going to live this life and we're going to be in this world. But guess what? We are not alone. I'm glad that, that Jesus is the pilot and not the co-pilot. We switch it sometimes, right? We just want Jesus to sit over there. If I get lost, I'll call you, right? <laughs> not a good plan. Not a good plan. I go back to this. So many times you said, man, we're going to make it on your own. When we look at this, this statement up here where it says, create your future, hey, we have a part in that. If you don't take care of yourself, you're probably not going to feel good, not going to do good. If you don't study, you're not going to do good in school. You know, any of this, if you don't work on your marriage, it's going to, it's going to be a problem, okay? But if you're looking at it through the lens of the Lord, right, it's all different now. Because what it did, it just took you out of the equation, put God in the equation, now we follow him. Step by step. Step by step. So many times I think, man, what am I going to do? I used to say that all the time. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? This is coming up. This is, what am I going to do? 
You know what? After walking with the Lord the last 20 years, you know what I say? Lord, what are you going to do? Is that fair to say? What are you going to do, Lord? What would you have me to do? How many of you have prayed a prayer very similar to that? And God says, be quiet. Have you ever been in a meeting or something? You're at work and something going on. You say, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till they get to my line out. They get to come on. Come on this Buddy, you got any questions? And, uh, any, anything to add to that? And you want to just light it up. And the Lord said, no. <laughs> and you go, I get that question. Right? Or you, you didn't listen. And you go, <laughs> and your boss goes. And you go, I was just kidding. <laughs> I knew if you were thinking, you know, I probably should have listened to the Lord. You know, I was doing good right up to the last 45 seconds. Can we take that back? Can we rewind it, you know? Lean into the prompting of the Lord. Sometimes it's just that simple nudge. Hmm. You know, I, I found this in ministering and stuff. A lot of people love your input if it agrees with their output. Doesn't it? Well, what do you think I ought to do and everything else, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to do this and everything. And, and you go, ah, what a bit. Oh, ah. <laughs> Can't get anything in there. He goes, so what do you think about that? I said, well, how's it working for you now? It ain't. Well, what does God have in the equation? And you did this. Well, but your situation is not unique to God. You go, man, oh man, that's what Chapman. I don't know what I'm gonna do with him today. Right? That's not it. He says, you know what? I love him. I love her. I love him. I love her. And I'm gonna work in their life today. A lot. The Holy Spirit is a jump. God doesn't put you in a Holy Ghost head like so you will do this, right? He wants us to walk in that relationship. You know? We got that free will. We got that choice. Let's take a look at some more scripture here to encourage you. Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. Fear is, is not a good thing, is it? Think about that. I heard it say one time, false evidence appearing real. Right? I'm not saying, oh, I'm not scared of anything. I'm a tough guy. We get so wrapped up. I just told him about a situation about a friend of mine. These things were going good in his life, but he was afraid what tomorrow was going to bring. Because if things are going so good, what happens if something changes? What happens if something breaks? What happens if I do this or I? See, we start putting I in there. You know? What happens if it gets better? How about that? What happens if it even gets better? That would be amazing. God's able to do that, isn't he? So we look at this, and, and, and we know that perfect love casts out fear. So if we got a lot of fear in our life, guess what? We're running low on the dipstick of love in our life, amen? We need to start counting those blessings again. We need to start seeking the Lord. We need to start praising the Lord. I, I go back to praise a lot because I'll tell you, as we realize who God is and we honor him and realize how big he is, how awesome he is, how much love he has for us, how much forgiveness he has for us, how much grace he has, and it goes on and on and on, you start to realize, you know what, I think God can take care of my situation. Amen? I think God is bigger than my problem. I didn't realize that God is a big God, amen? And he's a all-time God, not just sometime God. He's a long-haul God, that's what I say, for eternity. So we look at that, we go back to the scripture and it says, you know what, hey, my right hand. Look at that. Take hold of my right hand. I know with my kids, I saw something the other day I got to share with you. I got a neighbor that's got a really big dog, and the dog listens great. I need to take my dog over there and see if they can train him. But anyway, they got this dog. He got a little boy about this big. Got the mama and the dad, and the dad was pushing this little baby right up on the main drag here. I was going, and the dog, the dog walking real good. Mom's walking with the dog up to the little trot. Dad's got the baby carriage back here. And I started laughing when I saw this. Little June Bug, who was about this big, made a slight course change towards the road. I mean, slight. And his mama snatched him so hard, she went like, never even look at that. The dad, you know how dads are, we're going, 
<laughs> Mama grabbed him, so whoo, his little feet were still going, pulled him back on the path, and set him back down there. And then I, I looked at my rear view and I said, that's why I want to keep watching, looking for it, because he was looking at it. Right? But in that instant, just like that, she reached out her right hand and she brought little dude bug back into the fold. Amen. <coughs> he said, what does that have to do with us? Do you think your heavenly father's got a pretty good reach? I do. He absolutely does. Do you think he's going to let you get too far off the path? We can run up and everything else. We got free will. But when we call on him, right, right back in there. And now every time I see that kid, I'm going to be thinking about that. Because I tell you what, his face just went like, <laughs> what just happened? You know? Sometimes God moves in our life and we go, woo, what just happened? Man, I'm going to tell you what, those little sneakers were gone, and, and, and she, I mean, all in one stride, whew, the only focus she had was, I love my baby, he is safe. Now multiply that out with God sees in you. I love my children. I'm going to protect them. I'm going to bring them close to me. Amen? That's what I want you to do today. So if we want to create a future that is bright, we need to be seeking the Lord in that. Amen? Keep on rolling. We're about ready to wrap it up. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. Psalm 73, 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I go back to that and I look at it and say, man, this is so important. The psalmist reminds us of this, that, that our flesh and heart may fail. What may fail. Anybody ever failed before? Amen. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought God said, I can never use you again? If you did, that's, that's not from God. Amen? Let me help you with that. That's not from God. God is a redeemer. Amen? God is a restorer. I want you to hear this today. God is in the business of restoring when we turn to him. So I want you to hear that today. We have a loving God, a holy God, you know? But he's got his life right here. And he can bring us back in, amen? And I said this, I said, we serve a forever God. Now, a lot of times, you said, buddy, why do you bring that up? We don't serve a part-time God. We serve a living God. We serve a God that gives it all, that gave it all, that cares about every hair on your head, that cares about your situation, that knows every thought that you have, that knows every hurt that you have, amen? He knows the hurt of your heart. And he's the one that can bring you healing to that, amen? Now, what does that look like? It may look like a whole lot of different things. It might be inviting somebody to church so they can get a message. It may be pushing the share button on what we're doing today and getting the word out. It may be praying with somebody. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you a story that I ain't real proud of, but I'm gonna tell you. Yesterday, me and Tim was in here adjusting stuff, trying to figure out what's going on, and I was all like, "This cord's not working, man. This is not working. What's going on? We gotta do this." And we're back and forth, and the door slams open. And this lady comes in and she says, we saw y'all's vehicle here. This man has cancer and we want to pray for him. And I thought, but my, my cables are not right. Then that split second, I'm like, but I need to fix this. I like to say, oh, yes. And the moment I was so wrapped up and I looked up, I'm like, who, who, what's going on? In that minute, God said to my heart, why are you here? Drop the cable, man. Fool. This is the house of prayer. This is God's house when we're here. This is God's house. And I'm worried about a cable. I said, Lord, forgive me. And we got to pray for that man. And she prayed over that man. And we got to talk to the guy and just witness to him and love him and everything else. And me and Tim said, I'm done with the camera. I'm done. Whatever. Let's, whatever. That went so far by the backside. And I said, Lord, help me to keep my heart in tune to what you have for us. Don't get so busy that I miss you bringing somebody here for us to pray for. We didn't even have to go look for them. 
They didn't even knock. They didn't advocate. They just went like, whew, hey, we knew you were here. We need to pray. And we were like, what? Yeah, that's what we're here for. And, and, and in, that instant, in that second, I felt like, oh, man, why did that even cross my mind? Like, well, can you wait till we fix this? Can we wait till, you know? I'm just being honest because I was all wrapped up in the thing. How many of us get all wrapped up in stuff? Yeah. We get all wrapped up in behind the wheel, around the wheel, everything else. But God used that right there to teach him. No matter how busy you get, never get too busy to do my will. Amen. And if I'm doing his will, I won't be too busy with other stuff. I'll be right in the center of what God got for us. Amen? So I hope that that encourages somebody. I want to say again, realize that when we serve forever, God is forever. He does forever work. He does restoring business. Anybody know somebody needs restoring? Got a mirror, right? Anybody needs a little encouragement sometimes? Absolutely. We all do. But I want to tell you what. We serve God that is encouraging and loving. And I want, I want to bring this in too. And he's holy. So we think we're just coming to God. Well, we'll just do this and call him when we need him and everything else. That's not a relationship. That's using somebody. If, if I only call you when I need money and car keys or locked up in jail or whatever the case or whatever, if I only call you in those times or only have time for you in those times, is that much of a relationship? Not at all. Do we do God like that sometimes? We probably have. Ask the Lord today to, to help us. Lord, help us to align our life with you. And if we do that, how are we going to do that? We need to align our life with him through his word. So I'm going to get ready to wrap this up here. It's time. Right? Is it time? Absolutely it's time. It's time to get with it. It's time to say, wait, let's see what's going on. So we need to make some decisions today. The biggest decision that you're ever going to make is to call on the name of Jesus. Amen? But I'm going to talk about that. You say, buddy, what, what, what decision do I need to make? And I said this, whatever decision you've been putting on that God's been laying on your heart. I don't know what it is, but I guarantee you, as you pray, God will tell you what it is. You say, well, 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 well what's, what, what about this? What, about, what is it that's holding you back from whatever that decision is that God wants you to make? Maybe it's just to let go of the past. Maybe it's to pull the good from the past and start your now, now. Today, right here, right now. You say, well, how do I do that? Lord, help me. Lord, I want to start fresh today. What is it that God is speaking to you? And I'll tell you, like I said earlier, I don't know the decision that God has on your heart, but I can tell you the best decision that you could ever make is calling on the name of Jesus. That's what it's all about when we go from there. You say, brother, well, what, what do you mean by that? You know, I didn't grow up in church. I was once when I was five and once when I was 30. And if you're rocking on with this a whole lot of time in there, you were not thinking about church or anybody but yourself. And if that's something you're proud of, it's something that you say, you know what? Wow, Lord. I missed so much that you had for me. But in the midst of that, God can still bring you. He can take those things that you experienced and turn them around for good that you can help somebody else. That you can speak into somebody else's life and say, hey man, I've been down that road before. But let me tell you how I got off that road. It was Jesus. If you're sitting here today, or you're listening, or maybe you listen later, I ask this question all the time. If you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? And most people that I run into will say, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. Don't bank on a hope so. Rest in an and I know so. And the Bible says we can now. Break it down just as easy as it goes. The Bible says all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. That means everybody's missed the mark. Everybody. Can I get an amen there? <laughs> but he tells us that our sin separates us from an awesome and holy and amazing God. But God did something that nobody else could do to mend that relationship, to restore that relationship. He sent his son, which is the perfect sacrifice, to pay our sin 
death in full. That's why Jesus Christ came, lived a sinless life, and laid his life down at the cross. A sin payment for the world. And on the third day, God rose him up. And he sits on the right hand side. God interceding for us. But you have to believe that. You have to receive that. You say, Marty, I, I know the story. I know, how do you make it yours? Yes, Lord said, Lord, I know there's things in my life that are not pleasing to you, Lord. I know that this is what your word says. But today, Lord, I know that your word says, if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, you will save me. You will come into my life. So I said, close your eyes and open your heart. It's time. It's your now. And if you plan on having a great future and a great now, then healing from your past, you need Jesus. Lord, I thank you for each one here today, and I pray that as we're here today, and as they're listening online, and maybe listen later on, your word does not come back void. And Father, I ask you to take this message and make it so much more than what any man or woman or anybody else can do outside of you. Holy Spirit, work in the lives of those that are listening to your, to your word today. If they need freedom, Lord, I pray that they call on the name of Jesus. If they need life itself, life in abundance, I pray they call on your son. I pray salvation comes to them today, right here, right now, and they can receive it by faith. The Bible says, it's by grace you say through faith, not that of yourself, it's a gift. Friends, open the gift of God's love and his forgiveness. You say, how do I do that? The Bible says, if we pray and ask the Lord to come into our lives, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Turn from our sin and turn to God. God says, I will give you my spirit. I will seal you and you are mine. If that's your prayer today, don't leave here without telling somebody. Say, you know what I pray today? Pray today. Pray today. If you're listening, I pray that that made sense today. Holy Spirit, make that work in their lives to bring them to a decision and the saving knowledge of the only Savior. The name of our all name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Well, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to send you guys out with a song. And this is one of our original songs. I hope you guys like it. It's called New Day. If you guys want to stay in your feet while getting ready, we'll sing that and praise the Lord on the way out.